1: I love our future and I can now clearly see a respected franchise, a winner classic, the playoffs, more playoffs, deeper playoffs and a practice facility across the street. How about that, Mayor Coleman?
0: <laughs> that was excited Craig Leopold on that July 4th, 2012. Uh, and we're sitting here on Minnesota Sports Rewind today, Phil Mackey and Judd Zolgad, and we're just going back and we're reflecting on one of the most exciting It's probably the most exciting day in Wild Franchise history. It's one of the most exciting days the last 10 or 15 years in Minnesota sports history. And Zach Parisi joins the show. Zach, how's quarantine life treating you, man? Thanks for coming on.
1: Thank you guys for having me. It's been been good. The uh, kids are doing their schoolwork, their online schoolwork in the mornings and then trying (laughs) to keep them busy. I was just saying as long as they're getting along with each other, the day seems to go by pretty smooth.
0: Uh, are you uh like like how are you able to stay in shape? Like are you uh are you playing like hand hockey in what the basement he or something? Not. Like what do you? Eh, I'm just getting fat. I mean, there's a chance they could still fire the regular <laughs> season back up, and you guys could sneak in.
1: Yeah, I think that's been the the challenge for a lot of the people. Just players sitting at home, but we've got um, kind of like a makeshift gym here and a bike, and I mess around with my son playing hockey in the basement. So I know it's not the same, but at least trying to stay in shape that way.
2: Dumb question, possibly, Zach, but can you skate? Is there a place to go quarantined off for, that, that you that you can go skate for an hour or two or something like that?
1: Not that I know of. Um, I, know, I tried to get my equipment out when this whole thing started, and they had locked the rink. They like saying no one's allowed to take their gear out hmm. um, when all the players were supposed to self-quarantine, because you know, we were in, out in L.A. and Anaheim when all this was happening out there. So at that time, they didn't want us to leave the house, and now – I'm pretty sure they've shut down all the local rinks, you know, with that stay in place thing that we've got. So, um, I don't think, and I think it would be kind of frowned upon if people found out we were still skating while <laughs> this was supposed to happen. I don't think people would like that.
0: Probably I mean, true, but what the heck? We won't say anything. Yeah, we won't say anything. No, we, we won't say right. anything. Um, so, so we've 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 relaunched this uh, this series called Minnesota Sports Rewind, and we do deep dives into into prominent games and moments and events and. And uh, obviously today's episode centers around it's already been eight years, which is crazy but what what do you remember most? I mean, you were coming off some amazing years in New Jersey. you were coveted, Ryan Souter was coveted um you both had local connections to Minnesota and and Wisconsin area. but what do you remember most about the days leading up to the decision and and when did you guys finally put your heads together and say all right let's do this let's let's just both sign with the wild
1: well, I had gone up to um So the free agency opened July 1st. I had gone up to my agent's office up in Toronto on two days, two days before, I think, or a day before. And, um, actually met with my old, the general manager from New Jersey the night before free agency. And then, so I was up there during the whole thing. I was in their offices while we were getting the calls, um, you know, the emails from the offers from all the teams. And, but, uh, I mean, I, I remember it being pretty hectic and every team that made an offer, we put it on a big like poster board around the room. And so we had all the, the offers around the room from the different teams, but Ryan and I kind of kept in touch, not really, um, until I think it was like the second day, maybe we kind of just asked casually where each other was at. We didn't have this planned out at all. Um, we just kind of checking in, see where the other one was at. And then, you know, I think as we kind of narrowed things down, both of us, Liked Minnesota, and it kind of just worked out like that. But it was never uh, we never planned about it heading into free agency. It just kind of came together naturally.
2: So Zach, in retrospect, now if Ryan doesn't come here, and let let's say I think one of the teams in play for him was Detroit. If Ryan goes to the Red Wings, do you still come here, or would that have altered how you saw things as well when it came to the Wild?
1: You know, I, I that's a good question. I don't know. I never. I mean I had thought about that at the time. I know it, I thought, I know it was important just for the lone fact of I mean you're getting an all-star defenseman and right? I think that that goes such a long way in this league. So I mean that that helped push things along big time. Um I don't know if I would go as far as saying, you know, there's no way I would have came here had he not. I don't I don't think that's fair, but I know that that definitely did help um from a playing standpoint having that caliber of a D man. Mm-hmm. Um it's huge.
2: So as you examined that board uh, in the office that day in Toronto, who were the top uh, three teams and, and what was your feeling at that time about where the Wild was as far as their maturation and their potential to win a cup?
1: Well, they, the, the top teams I remember, and I, I'm getting probably going to give you more than three, but off the top of my head it was I was looking a lot at Chicago, um, Pittsburgh, Boston, um Minnesota and, and LA. Um, those were the teams that I remember being, you know, most interested at the time. And, you know, that, that's, that, that's what made it tough after that is try to narrow down where, where to go. And, and, you know, my agents were pretty convinced that with the players that Minnesota had coming up in, uh, in their system, um, that it was going to be a good team and be a good team for a while. And for me, that was important. And, and I didn't know a lot about the players, to be honest, it was more, so I was relying on their opinion, you know, talking about Grandlands and, and meter and, and these guys that they had um, coming up uh coil and Zucker. And so, I'd never seen him play, but I just heard about him through them and, and kind of uh, relied on their information about him.
0: So, Zach, by the way, Zach Parisi is with us here on Minnesota Sports Rewind, Score North and the Score North app. Phil Mackey, Judd Zolgad, Declan Goff is with us, too. Um, so you still have several years of hockey in front of you. So I, I don't ask this question in in terms of, like, that the era is over because it's not. And you guys have Kevin Fiala, and you have young players, and – there is a lot of potential here for wild hockey, but to this point, how would you like people to remember the Parisi-Suter era of wild hockey, whether it's these eight years or whatever's left to come in the future?
1: Well, having having not gotten past the second round, I hope the future's got a little better to hold for us. But yeah. Um you know, I, I would say for those first, you know, two, three well, four years, we had really good teams and, and unfortunately we ran into was it? I mean, basically the, the Chicago's dynasty. Um They, you know, when when they were winning cups and winning all the time. I mean, with the way they did the divisions playoffs, that's who the, the team we had to get through. And you know, we lose to them three times in a row. And um we had really good teams then. And and, but I guess to this point, I mean, I know it's not, it's not, I know it's not the best thing ever. But I mean, making playoffs for us six times in a row after not having done it as this organization for a while, I think was a good accomplishment. Um, I know to compare to other teams that they might look at that and laugh, but I think, uh, hopefully the best is, is still to come.
0: Which one of those six playoff runs would you want to run back? If you could, if you could start the playoffs all over again and just have a second crack at one of those runs, which one would it be?
1: I would say the, um, my second year when we lost to Chicago, we beat Colorado and then we lost to Chicago in six. Um, I think – I'm not saying we would have beat L.A., but I, I think we were a better team than Chicago. I think we outplayed them. Um, and they, I think that's when Kane scored that kind of fluky OT winner in game six at our rink. Um, but I thought that was the best team that we had um, here. I, I don't know. The next year we were really good, too. We beat St. Louis, but we ended up getting swept by Chicago in the second round. Um but I still think one of those teams, probably that second year, we, that was the best team we've had.
2: As you, you sat on the the dais at the exit that day, uh, when they introduced you and uh, and Suter together, Zach, on that day, what was your thought on not just playoffs but cups? Because the the expectation here, I, I think, on that day, and then when you guys went out in six to Chicago, which was a good series. Was that this thing was inching towards a cup or cups plural? Just going back now, re- reflecting, what was your expectation of potential Stanley Cups?
1: Well, I knew, I knew the first year, the first year there, I think here, I think making the playoffs was was going to be good for us. I, I don't, I don't think we had a good enough team at that point um, to to make any noise in the playoffs. But I think making the playoffs that year was an accomplishment. Um, and then after that, I mean, what, I thought we were going in the right direction. I really did. And, and when we lost that second year, you, I was thinking in my mind, like, you know, we're making steps. We're going to get there. We're going to get there. Um, you know, I mean, it's hard to say. I was sitting there thinking, oh, we're going to win three or four. I mean, mm-hmm. that's, that just doesn't happen. But, you know, I, I thought that we, at the time, we were going to have a really good chance uh, to win, to win here.
0: So what, what's your optimism like these next let's say, two years or so?
1: Well, it's. I mean, it's been last. I'd say the last year or two, it's been a little bit of a roller coaster for us, just finding some inconsistency, and then a lot of players um, being, you know, important players, a uh, big part of the team being moved out um, was, was a little bit of a shock for everybody, I think. But, um, you know, I, I really liked the way we were playing right before this, this virus, I guess the stoppage happened. Um, I liked the way we were playing and who knows once they get in, but um, I think the development of some of the players that we have, and they're only going to get better too. Um, I still think we've got one of the better defensive cores in the league. Um, We'll see where it goes, but I I do think after, you know, almost a little bit of a rebuild on the fly, I think, I think Bill is going to do a really good job and get this team in the right direction.
2: And Zach, what's that been like too, to see so much of that core group that you stepped in that day with? And at that time, they were young, developing players. Uh, what's that like to see them gone now too? Because this team is turning a corner, going in a different direction for sure, and's got some good young players. But it's definitely not that group that we, uh, that we saw in that second round series you're talking about against the Blackhawks that I think at that time, coupled with you and Ryan, there was such great expectations for.
1: I mean, that's, that was a little eye-opener when those guys were moved and all moved at the same time. But, but I, I think you have to look at it as, I mean, I, I don't know what goes on in those decisions, but we were there, but we weren't quite good enough, apparently. We weren't we weren't good enough to get over the hump. And, you know, I always felt we were one addition away from being able to compete with those top teams. I really did. Um, but when you see you see the, the the core group of those players get moved you you start to think to yourself okay they they ownership management they want to go in a different direction and they didn't like what they saw and that's that's sports that's the way it goes and and we just we play we play with what we have
2: 2004 14 or 15 i'm the gm and can wave a magic wand for you what position if if it could have been added to that group to make you competitive with what was a really good Blackhawks team, what position would you have added at
1: I would have added at center i i mean i, I really feel like i think granny Granlin was playing center at that time um you know if you had him and then you had another centerman and then you had mikel doing you know playing his checking role um you know, we've always had guys that can score on the wing, and I think if we could have added another centerman to get the puck up the ice through the middle, um, I think that would have made us a, a really dangerous team and could have gotten us over the hump.
2: Still, might be true, Zach. Yeah, at center. Uh, yeah. <laughs> last thing: how how uh, nerve wracking was the deadline for you with all of the uh, speculation, rumors, heck, almost confirmed reports of you being traded. Uh, and then when that didn't come true, were you happy that it didn't come true? And what's that like to think, you know, the day that you signed this contract, it's a 13 year, no move clause contract. And so on that day, you're probably not thinking, well, eight years down the road, I might be dealt. What was that whole experience like to come? It sounds like very close to being traded out East. Uh,
1: you know, it was, um, it, it was, it was crazy. It really was. I mean, it, it kind of went from the point, of, like you said, you got the no move clause, nothing to basically are you thinking it's done where you're almost packing a bag, getting ready to go? Um, it was, but again, like I said, I, I, I have a ton of respect for Bill Guerin and, and what he's going to do with this organization. I had known about it probably four or five days before the deadline that something may happen. Um, and you, communicated very well with me um and you you can never you know he was brought in here to bring this team in his direction and he's got the full authority to do that and so if if there's certain decisions that he has to make to make this team go forward i mean that's 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 sports that's that's hockey that's life that's the way it goes i mean but you know when it when it didn't happen um you know there was there was definitely some relief i mean you start thinking about packing up the kids and moving, moving your life. Uh, that was a little, a little scary. Um, and to get that close to it, I think both my wife and I were, there was a little bit of fear involved, but you know, fortunately at the time it didn't go through and, um, we stayed here and, and we started as a team, we started to play really well.
0: Zach Parisi joining us here on Minnesota sports rewind before we say goodbye. Uh, During this quarantine life period that we're all living, do you have any TV recommendations? Any uh, any quarantine recommendations for us in the audience?
1: (laughs) You know, we just—I know—we're way behind on this, but we just started uh, Ozarks, Um, and (laughs) I mean, I think we're only four into it, and everyone kind of warned us that uh, it was a slow, you know, slow starting, but it ended up kind of being like a Breaking Bad almost. So, um, we like that, Um, and for comedy, we just. I mean I don't know if you guys watched it last night, but the modern family series finale was on um uh, we had watched that thing for since the beginning yeah. so um that's a, a good a good comedy to watch. Do you watch classic games? you know what sometimes um we don't to be honest, we don't flip on the t v much here at all and until the kids go to bed, so that's probably around like seven thirty mm-hmm. um so if something's on, the other night I saw someone had texted me that our game um, when I was playing for the Devils when Marty broke the wins record at home against Chicago that that was on, and I did admit I did flip that one on and watch that. Zach, call uh,
2: call Fox Sports, please. All right, and tell them okay. tell them they have access to North Stars files. All right, I want to see games. Oh, with, yeah. I want to see games with your dad playing. I want to see games from from my childhood, late seventies, eighties, MaDonna games. Exactly. Right. Can you please can you please request? It might be tough because to, it's not HD, but I'd like you to request <laughs> that old North Star games be aired because I don't see any reason why they're not being aired.
1: Right. You know what? Let's uh, Kevin Gorg will be my next phone call. I'll get him. I'll get him yeah.
0: working. <laughs> I like how you work. Thanks, Zach. See you, Zach.
1: Yep. Thank you guys for having me.